the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My brothers and sisters, we were created for heaven. We were made for heaven. And this is the truth that we must live with. This is the truth we must believe that we were made for heaven. Because if we're not living for heaven, then what are we living for? What are we here for? What are we here in this world for if our goal is not heaven? That's what God has created us for. Just think about how, how short our life is compared to eternity. Eternity is forever and ever and ever. This life is what? Maybe 60, 70, 80, 90 years if we're lucky. But at the end of the day, each of us is going to have to face God. Whether that's tomorrow or a week from now, 10 years from now, 30 years from now, each of us will have to face God. And I just want us to imagine, if we face God, imagine hearing those words that Jesus said in today's gospel, I do not know you. I do not know where you've come from. I do not know who you are. And now these people that the Lord was saying this to, that the householder was saying this to, these people are not random people. Because if you paid attention to the gospel, in the gospel, after the Lord says, I do not know you, I do not know where you come from, they say, but we ate and drank in your presence. We heard your teachings. We listened to you. And the Lord says, I do not know where you come from. What does that remind me of? It reminds me of Mass. Right? There's so many people who come to Mass. We eat and drink the body and blood of Christ. But imagine going to the Lord and he says, I know you were at Mass, but I don't know you. And I don't know where you come from. That's a hard saying. That's a difficult saying. That is a challenging saying. And Jesus is being very direct today. Because the question that he's asked is, will few be saved? And Jesus' response is perfect. He says, strive to enter by the narrow door. Strive to enter by the narrow gate. For many will try to enter, but not many will make it. Not many will be able. I love the scriptures for this Sunday because what's been popping out to me is the words beware and be watchful. Beware and be watchful. And the Bible, in general, says over and over again these very words. Beware, be watchful, stay alert, stay awake. My brothers and sisters, are we awake? Are we awake to what God is doing? Are we awake to how the devil is trying to ruin our lives, to ruin our salvation? That's why we need to be awake. We need to be awake, first and foremost, to the way that God is working in our lives. We need to be awake and aware of the grace that God is giving us. And then, we need to be awake and aware of the ways that the devil is trying to tempt us. The ways that the devil is trying to move us to fall and to lose God. I've been praying, especially last night, and the Lord gave me this triangle of sin that I see really a lot of people struggling with. And this triangle of sin are the sins that I think keep people asleep. These are the sins that I think keep people asleep, keep people blind to the Lord. The first is smoking weed. The second is getting drunk. And the third is any type of lustful actions or lustful videos. 
things that are so easy to fall into just in the palm of our hands. Smoking weed, getting drunk, falling into lust. These, I really think, are the three sins that cause us to be asleep, that cause us to be blind. And these are the very sins that the world wants us to fall into so that we could be blind to God, so that we can run away from God. And a lot of people, sometimes we turn to these sins just for pleasure. We're just looking for pleasure, we're looking for satisfaction, so we turn to these sins. But what's even more dangerous is when we turn to these sins to escape the reality of this world. So many people use weed to escape. I'm stressed, I'm depressed, I'm annoyed with this life, I can't handle this life, so what happens? Smoke weed, get drunk, fall into lust. If I'm turning to these sins because I'm trying to escape, beware and be careful because you are in a very dangerous place. And it is a very dangerous place that the devil tries to trap us in so that we can totally run away from God, so that we can totally run away from the Lord. My brothers and sisters, we need to stop running from the Lord. We need to stop escaping from the reality of this world. We need to stop escaping from dealing with our problems, from dealing with our issues, from dealing with our wounds. That's what the devil wants. He wants us to escape reality. And weed, drunkenness, any lustful sins are an escape from the reality of this world an escape from God. So what do we need to do? Moses is so clear in today's reading. He's reminding the people of Israel, he says, don't forget, don't forget what the Lord has done for you. The world wants us to forget. The devil wants us to forget how important our faith is, how important our love for God is. The devil wants us to forget all of that, and he does that through these sins. But we can't forget we can't be asleep in this world. We have to be sober. We have to be alert. We have to be awake. Because my brothers and sisters, if you've been paying attention to what's been happening in our community over the last month, it's scary. It's scary how many young people, young fathers and young mothers who have passed away just in the last month. Some in very tragic ways. I think the one that just got me recently is the doctor who passed away in his sleep. In his sleep, passed away. In his sleep. Are any of us safe from death? No. No one is safe from the hand of God. No one is safe from death. We are eventually all going to have to face death. And it can be as simple as closing our eyes and never waking up. Where is our relationship with God? Where is my love for the Lord? Am I serious in my love for the Lord? Am I awake for God? Because at any moment, we could meet him. So the first thing that I think Moses makes so clear is follow the Ten Commandments. Follow the Ten Commandments. Follow the law of God. And these laws, my brothers and sisters, they're not given to us so that we can be oppressed and so that we can be slaves to law. The law is given to us so that we can be free. So that we can live in God's freedom. That's why we have the Ten Commandments. 
That's why the Lord commands us to do these things, not because he's some master waiting with his hand to strike us, but because he's a God who loves us. He's a God who wants us to live in his freedom, to live in his joy and peace. And when I follow the Ten Commandments, that's what I have waiting for me. St. Paul says in the letter to the Romans, he says, those who live in the flesh will die. Those who live in the spirit will live. If I'm just living for this world, for these things of weed and drunkenness and all these other sins, I will surely die and I will never see the Lord. But if I'm living with the Holy Spirit, if I'm awake to the Spirit of God, wow, I have eternal life. I have heaven. I have God's joy and peace forever. Forever. When I come to Mass, that is a taste of heaven. And we can experience Mass every single day if we actually want to. But God commands us at least once a week. He says once a week, keep the Sabbath holy. Keep Sunday holy. My brothers and sisters, when we're in this time of summer, this is a big time to be tempted to forget the beauty of this heaven that's here. What I love about our Mass is this entire place right here is considered heaven. Everything else is considered earth. In the Mass, heaven comes down to earth. Heaven meets earth. At Mass, I can come into an experience with heaven, with the Lord, with Jesus himself, through his word, through the Eucharist. And in the summertime, we can forget that. What becomes more important? Golf on Sunday? Sitting on our boats on Sunday when it's a nice day? And we forget the importance of meeting Jesus in heaven. My brothers and sisters, the Mass is such a beautiful place to meet God, to encounter God. One of my prayers every single Sunday and every single time I celebrate Mass is, Lord, I ask that you help these people encounter you through this Mass. When they come to Mass, I want them to experience you. I want them to encounter you. And it's not through me, but it's through him. The Mass is not about the priest. It's not about who's standing here. I know when Father Brian gets out, comes out, you guys get really annoyed, okay? I get it. His Masses are long, but we suffer through it. But it's not about the priest. It's not about me. It's not about Father Brian. It's not about the bishop. It's not about Father Sanharib. It's about Jesus. We come to this Mass to meet Jesus, to encounter Jesus. Because at the end of our lives, we're going to have to stand in front of the Jesus that we've met every single Sunday. So imagine, if we don't come to Mass every Sunday, what is that meeting with God going to look like? If I come to Mass every Sunday, if I follow the commandments, if I live my life with the Holy Spirit, then honestly, you have nothing to fear when you stand before God. But if we're not someone who comes to Mass, if we don't follow the commandments of the Lord, if we're not living our life for the Lord, then I should be scared. And I should be worried. Whenever I see a casket rolled into the church, I always think about my own funeral. Think about your death. Think about your funeral. When your casket is rolled 
to this altar. And when God looks down at your funeral mass, is he going to say, wow, look who finally showed up. Look who finally came to mass. Or when your casket is rolled here, will the Lord say, wow, that is my faithful servant. That is my son. That is my daughter. And they are welcomed into my kingdom. That response, my brothers and sisters, is up to us. Don't fall into the triangle of sin that is leading us to be asleep and to be blind. We come to this Mass to meet Jesus. And so I pray that you would meet him in this Mass, that when you see the Eucharist raised, you would see Jesus face to face, and that you would hear him say to you, you are my faithful servant. You are my son. You are my daughter with whom I am well pleased. And if we're not living our lives to please the Lord, today is the day to change. Today is the day to live our lives completely for him. Because when you do that, you will live for heaven and live for eternal life. And I pray as your priest that you would do that. Amen.